from the parking lot. To the tunnel. Check it out. Have fun. Unleash. Let's go. To the 50-yard line. On the field. This is your field pass with DCI's Dan Potter. This is your field pass for Tuesday, May 8th, 2018. Under 50 days until the step-off of the 2018 DCI Summer Tour, and the field pass is about to get into training camp mode. Before we focus on the season that's about to be, I want us all to have a talk. So if you've come to the field pass looking for a normal field pass and the latest scoop on the upcoming season, well, first of all, thank you. I love that you're here looking for that kind of info. And please stick around because I want everyone to hear this. But that's not what this field pass is going to be about. Because we, we can't start this season. I can't start this season without having this discussion about stories of sexual harassment and abuse in drum corps. Coming up, we'll hear from Drum Corps International Executive Director Dan Atchison about what DCI has been doing to address these issues, an effort that started well before the article appeared in a Pennsylvania newspaper telling the stories of the women who've come forward to say they were harassed, abused, and even raped by the former director of the cadets. I say the effort started well before all that for two reasons. First, Drum Corps International has been fine-tuning its sexual harassment and abuse policy for a couple of years now. It's one part of developing an overall strategic plan that was adopted last year, and that includes a large section on participant health and safety. Ladies and gentlemen, Drum Corps International's Chelsea Brookman and Katie Whitelock. Secondly, I was there back in January at the DCI winter meetings at this Saturday luncheon. Drum Corps International's mission statement is to bring the Where I witnessed DCI's proactivity on this issue, leadership guru Fran Kick, who helps Drum Corps leadership of all ages, from performers to directors, spoke of the importance of addressing this issue now and being relentless about it. We owe it to our members and our participating organizations. Remember, this winter meeting was just three months after the stories about Hollywood mogul Harvey Weinstein broke and the hashtag MeToo was born. So Fran was addressing the topic of the day. And that's why you're at different tables. Seating at the luncheon was assigned, and each of us found ourselves sitting with a diverse group. A, a table might include a core director, drum major, core board member, an instructor, maybe a judge. We may or may not know the people we were with, but we weren't necessarily sitting with people we might normally be. And that was intentional, as Fran instructed us to discuss various topics around sexual harassment and abuse and other issues, giving each topic seven minutes. The discussions were honest, and they were eye-opening. It's that discussion that I want to continue with this field pass. And let me begin by thanking the women who've come forward for their courage and their honesty and to say, like so many others, I'm hurting for you and for what you went through. And I can promise you that your courage is not lost on me nor on anyone at DCI. Carolina Crown Drum Major Elena Youngson and DCI Board of Directors at-large member Kathy Black are joining me for the first part of this discussion. Elena wrote an essay on this subject. It was published in Drum Corps World a few days ago. Kathy Black is also chair of the DCI Women's Initiative and something called In Step. I spoke with them both by phone. Sometimes the quality of the line's a little bit shaky, so I apologize for that in advance. Elena, let's let's talk first about your essay. You wrote an essay uh, that was just published a few days ago in Drum Corps World regarding how the larger hashtag MeToo movement is impacting marching music. 
What compelled you to write about these current events in drum corps world? It really started out by um, the annual meeting that we had with DCI and, and so in association with the drum majors and the joint session that we had on, on that Saturday. It really impacted me personally as um, I was the only drum major sitting at my table with um, some different staff and associates of drum corps. And I was also the only female at my table. And they really valued my opinion like as a leader in drum corps and as a member, as well as like being a female just in the activity. Um, and then when I spoke a lot with uh, other drum majors after, I kind of gave their perspective as well. I kind of realized that this was more of an issue. And as that kind of came out from that meeting, uh, a Facebook group was made called Women in DCI. And basically that started with a couple hundred members in the group, and we didn't really know where it was going. And so I made one of the first posts on the page about, you know, this is what happened at the DCI annual meeting. You know, where do we go from here? And Fran Tick's big thing with that uh, meeting was that the discussion can't stop here and it must continue and it must go on. Um, and so I thought, well, we should start it up here and, and keep the discussion going. Um, so people started sharing their personal stories. And obviously these stories happen a lot in, in the wider social world. Um, but these specific stories are, are drum corps related. And so after reading so many personal stories, I thought, you know, this has to be made aware to the rest of the general um, population of DCI and kind of just building awareness as well as seeing, you know, after all these Me Too stories, where we're, you know, where we're going from here and what's being done proactively um, to help with the situation. So that's kind of the basis of what inspired me to write the article. Well, one of the things you write about is that uh, drum corps is, is a slice of society in general. Uh, we shouldn't mm -hmm. be too surprised that we're now hearing about stories taking place in our activity. How do you think the drum corps can use this national movement to bring about positive change in drum corps? I think that because these things have happened on such a national level and the way that they've been handled in society in general can be reflected more into how we handle those situations within drum corps. The policies um, that different organizations have taken because of these things can be applied in the same way. And I know that drum corps are already changing their policies and encouraging um, better behavior by their members and staff and volunteers and things like that. Kathy, tell us a little bit about your background, your association with DCI, and how you came to chair the Women in DCI initiative. Well, I marched a long, long time ago, back in 1978, and I've always uh, loved the uh, activity and uh, have uh, been a fan for many years. Where did you march? I marched for the Guardsmen uh, awesome. in 1978, so long ago and far away. I uh, was out of the activity for a number of years. I was living in Oregon at the time and um, met the uh, chair and executive director of the Oregon Crusaders, and that got me back involved in uh, drum corps. I was uh, a board member for the Oregon Crusaders for several years. And then I moved to New Mexico and resigned from the Oregon Crusaders board. And that was just before DCI. I put out a call for uh, at-large members. And one of the key criteria is that you can't be affiliated with a specific core. So I was encouraged by a number of people to um, put my name in the hat, and uh, I did join the board. This is my third year uh, as an at-large board member on DCI. I am the only woman on the board of directors, 
And as this uh, subject of women in DCI has has been coming along uh, for quite some time because, as you know, Dan, we've had a strategic planning process uh, that has uh, looked at a number of things, including member health and wellness and core values such as mutual care and respect. And we have uh, been looking at policies in, in how to affect uh, our strategic plan. Uh, one of the things that uh, was done at the annual meeting uh, in January is that um, some policies were presented uh, as uh, uh, things that uh, CORE is really ought to think about having. And that got the board consortium, which was also meeting with us at the annual meeting, got them involved, making uh, a lot of comments and, and uh, encouraging DCI to be more proactive in these areas. And then, uh, as Elena said, we had the, uh, the, the luncheon and the discussion. So all of those things kind of culminated in the Sunday morning board meeting. Uh, where the board said, you know, we really need to um, start a group that would uh, focus on women in the activity and really try to understand how we can encourage more women to be involved in the activity, more women to grow in leadership positions uh, in the activity, and to make sure that they they feel safe and welcome uh, and and have that mutual care and respect no matter what role they play uh, in the activity. And what's the in-step component of that? That was an idea on how we could link uh, what we're trying to do with the marching arts. We want to be in step, uh, not only in step with uh, what's going on inside drum corps, but more broadly in step um, with society. I mean, the Me Too movement has been has been critical to bring focus to these issues, and uh, we we want to be in step with that. We also want to be in step with the fact that. Uh, we're, we're bringing uh, lots of uh, young people into this activity, and uh, we want to be in step with where they are headed in their lives. And as they become music educators, that they can uh, and bring that on to the next generation as well. Would you define that as your priorities? Yes, I mean, I, we, our, our committee's priorities are to uh, encourage policies and training that uh, will protect members, and we want to highlight women who are in the activity at all levels to grow the number of women and the number of women in leadership, helping them really achieve their objectives and allowing them to um, become educators and examples for, for the future. Elena, your article does a great job laying out the legal definition of all forms of sexual harassment and abuse. I'm wondering if, you, if you've found that people don't automatically recognize some behaviors as questionable or inappropriate. I think yes, because in a lot of capacities, at least from the reaction of our general meeting and the conversations that were brought about, a lot of people in that meeting were just unaware that that was were taking place in the activity. And they were unaware of the policies that were already in place in DCI as well as their own cores. And another part of that is over our past April camp, we sat down as a, as a core and we looked at and read through together our policies on sexual harassment. And the members and the staff and the volunteers all went away from that meeting having said that they learned something new about those different policies. And, and the policies include different examples of different types of harassment from like sexual harassment to just general harassment. And a lot of the members and volunteers and staff kind of took away from that um, different things that they didn't realize were 
actually harassment in, in some capacity. What has surprised you the most as you gathered the research for this, this essay? The most surprising thing for me was when I was reading through all of these personal stories, just the general effect of those things and seeing that those actually do happen in our activity was incredible. And after reaching out to those people and saying and asking them for the use of their personal story in the article that I wanted to write, all of them were so open to uh, bring awareness to the situation because, of course, they love the activity and they want to be part of it and they want everyone to have a great experience and they never wanted those things to happen to them or anyone else. Um, I feel very lucky to have never encountered such horrible situations, but it was so important to me to bring awareness so that those things never happen to anyone again. You've already mentioned a little bit of this and and what has already been done, but since you're in a leadership position as drum major for Crown, how can you affect change moving forward in your organization? I think the most important thing for me as, as a member and a leader for my core is to promote an environment where people feel comfortable and safe with each other and that there's a mutual respect for each other as as people and that we treat each other in the best way we can as people. As a board member for DCI, Kathy, can you share with us some of the steps already taken to ensure participant safety uh, throughout the drum corps? And when we say participants, we're not talking just about members. We're talking staff, volunteers, stakeholders in, in drum corps. Um, tell us some of the steps already taken to ensure participant safety throughout the drum corps activity. Well, uh, one of the things that told out is that we do require background checks. Uh, we also have a DCI code of conduct that certainly uh, specifies a number of things that are expected from uh, any participating organization that's going to be in a DCI event of any kind. Uh, one of the things that we're doing here at the board meeting is talking about how to expand that uh, code of conduct and make it more specific with some of the conduct that Elena talks about uh, in her article. So it is something that has been on our radar and our, our work plan for some time, and we are growing uh, as we learn more about this and as other organizations face these issues, uh, we want to learn from them as well. But that's really the key that we're focused on is what are our expectations of participating organizations, whether they be a member core or uh, open class or sound sport or whatever uh, kind of organization they are that are going to participate at a DCI event. What do we expect them to do before they're allowed to take the field, so to speak? And how do you envision in step supporting that? One of the things that uh, we're trying to do is talk to uh, a lot of women members. Uh, one of the things we want to do uh, this summer is uh, have a couple of events. We're looking at San Antonio and at championships where uh, women can come talk to uh, various uh, people, board members, uh, staff members, about what they would like to see uh, in the activity, about concerns they have uh, in the activity, so that we can actually uh, learn a lot from the people who are engaged in the activity and are, who are, are very much involved. We're also excited about partnering with our, our drum majors. I think one of the things uh, that Elena and I have uh, learned just talking to each other is about the, uh, the important role of a drum major as a, a member and a, and a leader uh, in the activity uh, and setting a tone for the kind of behavior that is appropriate 
during the summer. And uh, that's one of the things that the more we can partner with leaders uh, who are uh, working with current members, I think the more that we're going to learn and be able to, to better set policies that not only uh, protect members, but allow them to, to truly thrive and grow in the activity. I think that's a fantastic idea, you know, more leadership training to just create a good and healthy environment for members is going to be really great. My thanks to Carolina Crown Drum Major Elena Youngson and the chair of the DCI Women's Initiative, DCI at-large board member, Kathy Black. This is your Field Pass, the official podcast of Marching Music's Major League. Now let's bring Drum Corps International Executive Director Dan Atchison into this discussion. Well, first, let me say this again. Dan spoke with me via Skype a few days ago. We, as an organization, myself personally, was absolutely devastated when we read these stories. Uh, these brave women that came forward, uh, it just devastated. I, you know, the pain they must have endured and continue to endure, unfortunately, those those stories have to be eliminated from our planet, period. With the season step off in just a few weeks, I asked Dan what he would tell parents who are about to send their kids off to take part in the Drum Corps International Tour. How is DCI working to ensure a safe, positive experience for them? First and foremost, we're doing everything we can to make sure that DCI and its participating organizations are keenly focused on safety and the safety of the performers. We've done a lot of work recently on enhancing policies on the DCI level, and we're working with the member corps to make sure that they have their issues together in terms of their policies and procedures, because each of those organizations, as an autonomous organization, needs to make sure that they're complying with state laws and so forth. But the bottom line for DCI is we've ramped up our own policies to uh, get them to a level that everybody can respond accordingly. What does that mean in terms of actual policy? We've taken a look at our code of ethics, which is in the about section of our website, currently shows uh, a real focus on events and taking care of core housing sites and simple language like, you know, everyone should treat each other with respect and those types of things. But what we've done is we've taken that uh, to a, a level that involves everything you can uh, imagine uh, that relates to ethics, safety, uh, respect, uh, human being to human being, uh, and a respect for uh, groups and, and how they operate and those types of things. So uh, we've always taken it as if the cores would make sure that these things are in place for themselves and therefore when the community comes together everything rises to the top but uh, we don't want to take that for granted anymore we want to make sure that we document it and help guide the process for everyone who participates with drum corps international kathy black gave us a pretty detailed explanation of the women's initiative and the in-step program dan gave me a little bit more about the ideas driving that effort it was uh, a moment where we were addressing a lot of these issues of the day uh, related to respect and uh, understanding uh, gender roles and understanding uh, uh, the role of instructors and the role of uh, members and those types of things. 
And what came out of that was a focus on women in DCI. And Kathy has a group of fantastic people gathered to help guide some of the thoughts. What, what should we be thinking about? What policy should we be putting into place? What are the, what are the discussions that uh, should be held to ensure uh, not only safety issues, but enjoyment? and uh, equality in everything that we do in our activity. The media coverage of the scandal involving that former director is not Dan's primary focus right now. Job one for him is making sure that the organization has the right policy and procedures in place. That's the priority. This isn't about me. It's not about anything other than making sure that the stories that we read are never repeated again. That's the focus. You know, I've been part of Drum Corps since 1979 as a member, drum major, instructor, announcer, podcaster. Over the last 39 years, I've seen the activity evolve as society around it evolved, both in programs put on the field and in the culture of the corps themselves. In fact, Drum Corps are usually ahead of the cultural and societal curve when it comes to social issues. So I wouldn't expect Drum Corps to lean any less hard into this issue and to model better behavior for the rest of the world to emulate. Dan Atchison picks up that thought. Drum Corps International has always done a pretty good job of responding to societal changes. We're just a microcosm of our society, our, our, our global society. So here we are taking on this massive issue just like the rest of the world is. And it's not new. We've been focused on this for a couple of years now. It's a part of our strategic plan that was adopted in 2017. We have a lot of work to do, though. We have so much more to do. But I'm very proud of not only how the DCI Board of Directors has responded to this, I'm even more proud of how the cores are responding to this, each in their own right, uh, and how they are taking this very, very seriously. And yes, it is true that the story that was reported a month ago helped accelerate the sense of urgency to ensure that these measures are in place. And you know, I don't think there is anyone who feels that sense of urgency more keenly right now than him. We just gotta keep trying to do the right thing because Dan, I've had so many people just tell me, we gotta do something. And it's like, well, no, something may not be the right thing. Let's make sure we do the right thing or this is all for nothing. Drum Corps International Executive Director, Dan Atchison. Next time on the Field Pass, we get set for the 2018 Drum Corps International Summer Tour. I'm Dan Potter. Thank you for listening.